you have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. In this day. Yes. Happy Tuesday. Terrific Tuesday. Triumphant Tuesday. On to you this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever you are listening to this program. We want to invite you to be a part of Family Enrichment Night tonight, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. We broadcast through the Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page. So we want to encourage you, want to invite you to join live at 7 p.m. If you can't join at 7 p.m., that's okay. Just go back later and you could rewatch the broadcast. And all the Sunday services from Celebration Tabernacle are archived on the Celebration Tabernacle Church Facebook page. So we want to invite you to check us out and also to come in person Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. to 1010 Dixon Boulevard for a time of powerful worship fellowship, and an impactful, life-changing, right-now word delivered from Pastor Beckford. So come on out, come on out, come on out. Be a part of what God is doing. He is waiting on you. He is counting on you. He has made an investment in you, and he's looking for a return in this season. Amen and amen. Go ahead. Give us the scripture this morning. All week we're talking about the God of the city altar and the power of the altar. So the God of the city altar is established on State Road 520 as you're coming into the city of Cocoa eastbound in the form of a billboard. It says, God of the city, Jesus is Lord. And it was raised to the Lord on December 12, 2012. That's 12 12 12 that was a specific targeted date that god gave pastor errol and pastor kim beckford to raise that altar and all during that time there was lots and lots of churches and community partners that came together and up until that time there was a lot of service projects and such that we made some teams got groups of 12 people together that were going out and doing different um, things in the community serving the community I know there was some um, cleaning up of homes. There was some uh, food being made. There was all kinds of things that were taking place. We had all these God of the City shirts made. It was very exciting. There was a big anticipation. And then on the day of 12-12-12, there was a 12-hour celebration. We were at the altar at 12 noon as it was dedicated unto the Lord. The oil was poured The chauffeurs were blown. There was a a sword of the Lord out there. It was very, 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 very with great anticipation. It was a surreal time. And so right at noon, it was lifted. And then in the evening, we had more continued on the celebration at Celebration Tabernacle Church. So for all those who were a part that day, we want to encourage you to bring it into your remembrance, all the things that God has done, that he has continues to do, and that he is doing in the city of Cocoa. We got to be excited once again. We can't let that flame fade. We must continually allow it to be uh, a flame of change and not let it dwindle. I know when I was a little girl, we lived in New York and we had a um, a fireplace in our house. It was a a wood-burning stove 
and it was in the living room. And there would be little embers. If it started to go out, my dad would get this little fan pump thing. He, he would pump it um, with his hands, and it would blow a little bit of air onto the embers, and it would cause it to flame back up again. So we need the wind of God to continually be blowing on the, in the embers in our life. Don't allow our fire to go out. We have to, uh, we have, to have that thing blazing, yes. that fire blazing in, to do everything that God has set us to do. So we're going to go to the scripture for the God of the City altar, which is in the book of Zechariah, and I'm going to start at verse 16. So Zechariah chapter 1, verse 16. Therefore, thus says the Lord, I am returning to Jerusalem with mercy. My house shall be built in it, the Lord of hosts. Yes. And this, a surveyor's line shall, shall be stretched out over Jerusalem. Again, proclaim, saying, thus says the Lord of hosts, my cities shall again spread out through prosperity. Yes. The Lord will again comfort Zion and will again choose Jerusalem. Then I raised my eyes and looked, Look. and there were four horns. And I said to the angel who talked with me, what are these? So he answered me, these are the horns that have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four craftsmen. And I said, what are these coming to do? So he said, these are the horns that scattered Judah so that no one could lift up his head. But the craftsmen yes. are coming to terrify them, to cast out the horns of the nations that lifted up their horn against the land of Judah to scatter it. So right there, that, that's, that's the beginning of it. And then we'll go more into Zechariah chapter 2 as we go throughout the week. But it specifically says four horns, four horns, four horns. So pastor petitioned the Lord, and the Lord revealed to him the four horns. And then pastor released that word the New Year's Eve as we were crossing over from 2012 into 2013. 13, yes. With the four horns being murder, addiction, poverty, and, and religion. religion. So the four horns that the Lord revealed bring an oppression to the city, the city of, of Coco. Murder, addiction, poverty, and religion bring terror. Here in verse 21, it says that they were bringing such a terror that no man could lift up his head. So I said, okay, well, what's, what's going to be done about it? The craftsmen are coming. Coming. Yes. The craftsmen are coming to terrify them. So the craftsmen are coming to bring terror upon what has been bringing terror onto the, the city. city. So hold it right there. Mm. So the craftsmen are coming to bring terror upon the spirit of addiction, upon the spirit of poverty, upon the spirit of murder, mm -hmm. Uh, upon the spirit of religion. This morning, you you tune in to make your day count. Will you make your day count right here? Will you be a craftsman? We're calling on you. Mm -hmm. Not to talk about it, but to do something about it. And that's why we ask you to support what God is doing in a tangible way. Mm -hmm. Now, for the next year, we need... To pay for this bonnet. Mm -hmm. We need to pay for this billboard. It is $720 now per month. 
So if you do the math, if you do the math, seven hundred and twenty dollars mm-hmm. times twelve is eight thousand six hundred and forty dollars. Will you be one of those craftsmen to mm-hmm. keep it up there? Mm-hmm. Is go to Lamar. That's their. That's their uh, business. Business. Mm-hmm. So when you give. You're not giving to the celebration, Tabernacle Church, or to no one. You're giving to keep God's name lifted high mm-hmm. in the city of Coco. Rather than to talk about the, the negative, we can mm-hmm. talk about the what? The positive. Mm-hmm. Look at what God is doing in the city of Coco. And when one drives in, it is announced. He remem- it, they are reminded. That God is the God of all. And God is the God of Coco. So let's fight poverty in Coco. Let's fight addiction in Coco. Let's not talk about it. Let's do something about it. Let's fight murder in Coco. And let's fight religion. Because God is not about the religion. God is a God of love. That's who God is. So let's show that. Mm-hmm. And and that was revealed specifically in 1212. This is 12, this is 2020. We're announcing it. And now I'm giving you an opportunity to sow into what mm-hmm. God is what? Doing. Doing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Pastor Because In Ephesians <laughs> chapter 6, verse 12, it says, We do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So at that altar, it's a battleground. Yes. It's a place of spiritual transactions. So what we cannot do in the flesh is being, the battles that we cannot fight and win in the flesh are being fought and won in the spirit at that altar because there must be a portal. There must be a place of ascending and descending, a place where the angels are able to access the earth. Oh, we got to get it because it's so, we, we have to have an understanding that heaven is being planted in the earth. Yes. That all the place in Ezekiel, it says that every desolate place is going to be tilled again like the Garden of Eden. God wants a restoration to take place in the earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it already is in heaven. It's already done in heaven. And through us is the planting now of the word into the earth realm. So when we pray, it's not, it's not just that location out there on 520. Any place where you pray that you have sanctified unto the Lord, that you have consecrated, you're then creating an altar So we need to do that also in our homes where we're creating a place of communication with God, a meeting place, a place where we show up in our homes to communicate with God. When we look through the Bible, when it talks about altars, they were communication places. They were places where God impacted a life. And then the person said, surely the Lord is here. And they gave the altar a name. Then in another place, there was communication with God. And they said, surely I heard from God in this place. And it was established as an altar. So an altar is not spooky. It's Mm -hmm. a communication place with God. It's a tangible place 
where in remembrance of the Lord, they named the place, the altar, where they came back to it again because it was a place of communication. How could it be a place of communication? What's different about it than another place where an altar is not established? There's an open portal from the heavens. Yes, and in Genesis chapter 28, verse 10, Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Aaron, a place. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stone of that place and put it at his head. And he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, on the earth, and its top reaches to the heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, the God of Isaac, the land in which you lie, I will give you and your descendant. So powerful here mm-hmm. this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, as, as Pastor Dye is talking about, a place, an altar that is named unto God, it's set up where? On mm-hmm. earth. And that's why the ungodly set up their billboard. And I drive and I see billboard offering abortion, killing babies, and it is paid for. There's some billboard that the ungodly set up that announced their agenda. We need to set up God's agenda. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You're listening to 91.5 FM. And 102.3 FM, this is Brevard County's home for the very best in contemporary Christian and modern praise and worship music, WMIE. This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts... Now... Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is a morning breath. The drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day.